What's up, Rebels? Oh, we have bonus episodes this week. Why, you ask? Why, Ryan? Why are you so generous? Why do you just keep giving us more broadcasts? Because we love you. Actually, we have a special broadcast. Monday and Tuesday this week, we were on my dad's program, Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk. I've been on the broadcast in two and a half years, and my dad brought Laura and I back on to talk about her miracle and Rebel Parenting, and we were so thrilled. My goodness, what a fun time in the studio with my dad. It's been so long, I couldn't believe it. I can't wait for you to hear that. We talk all about the Rebel Upgrade on Program 2. This one, we talk about Laura's miracle, but the upgrade has upgraded. That's right. We've upgraded the upgrade just for you. Head to rebelupgrade.com. Rebelupgrade.com. Drop the price, added books, added features, all for you. It's going to be your best year ever. So we are going to change the tone, drop it down a little bit. It is funny to play my little punk intro like, and then it's going to break into the Family Talk song. But it doesn't matter. We got lots of love for Family Talk. So without any further ado, here is Laura, the Atomic Mom, the Hug Dealer, and myself, and the Godfather, the Don, my dad, Dr. James Dobson, on Family Talk and today's special bonus edition of Rebel Parenting. Today on Family Talk. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Dr. James Dobson, and you're listening to another edition of Family Talk. We're glad you joined us. Uh, this program today is going to be unique because for the first time in two and a half years, and that's when our son Ryan left this ministry to form a ministry of his own. And this time he's come back to be with us to bring us up to date, to tell us what he's been up to. And he has been operating his own ministry with his wife, Laura. And Laura is, of course, my daughter-in-law, my beloved daughter-in-law, and the mother of my two grandchildren. And they're sitting outside, and Laura is here in the studio with us. Laura, it's the first time you've been on this side. I know. Thank you. It's, <laughs> it's exciting. So good that you came to be with us. Thank you for having me. We're going to be talking about you and the ministry that God has called you all to do and uh, let everybody kind of get caught up to date. Now, I have a lot of folks who are coming up to me these days mm -hmm. and are saying, uh, how is Laura? Yeah. They've heard about your medical situation. Yes. And it's amazing. In fact, Ryan, I told you this uh, yesterday hmm. that uh, we were at the National Day of Prayer recently and uh, people were greeting me and I was signing autographs and taking pictures and all that stuff. And this woman came up to me and said, I love your son. I absolutely <laughs> love him. I listen to him every day on the radio or on podcasts, I guess it is. Both, is that yeah. Both. Mm -hmm. and, that, uh, and that I just don't want to miss because everything he says is meaningful to me. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get out of the building now. My head's going yes. to getting bigger and bigger. Does that please you? It, uh, you know what? It does if it's helping people. That's really the only reason we're doing what we're doing. If it's helping people, then it definitely pleases me. It sounds that, like it is. That is your mission, isn't yeah. it? Yes. Your mission is marriage. Marriage and parenting. And parenting. And faith. 
And it's called, as a crazy name, it's Rebel Parenting. Rebel Parenting. That's right. Now, what does that mean? To me, that means somebody's trying to do it all by the wrong rules. Right. Mm. Is that what you no. have in mind? You know what? Um, it was hard to find a name. I mean, everything is taken. Everything is taken. Anything with family is taken. And it was hard. It was hard to find something. And I thought, you know, I was looking up to the people that I respect, and all of them were rebels in their own right. And I remember telling you this for the first time. Mm-hmm. You had the look on you have in your face right now. Yeah. It was this, what are you talking about? I'm one of the people you look up to. And I go, I know. And in the 60s, when you wrote Dare to Discipline, that bucked the going trend of the day. Dr. Spock had written, hey, just let your kids yeah. do whatever they want. And they'll, they'll turn good because at core, we are all good. And if you let your kids stay up, well, then eventually they'll choose a, a healthy bedtime. And if you let them eat whatever they want, eventually they'll choose healthy food because— There's one thing wrong with that. Mm. It's baloney. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But you were bucking that trend, and it turned out to be right. But that was rebelling against the culture. We're doing that today. You know, Orange County, where we come from, yeah. Orange County has a 70% divorce rate. Seven out of ten marriages end, end divorce. in divorce. So we're trying to start a rebellion against— that right yeah against so dead marriages it's against... not about being rebellious that's right at all does it take people a little while to figure out what you mean by rebel parenting not really i think the ones that are looking for help that really just are tired of cliche answers tired of hearing you know the things that don't work yeah they get it it's very honest tired of not being transformed yes. by the holy ghost that's right mm. yeah marriage well, is tough today well, parenting I want, is tough i want to come back to this because this is the essence of what we want to talk about the ministry what mm-hmm. you're doing but first i want to talk about you laura Thank you, you came through a really really tough thing now laura i want to hear your perspective on it but ron i'm going to start with you because i was standing side by side with you mm-hmm. when we were beginning to understand what she was about to go through explain i'll just catch people up uh, laura was raised you know in newport beach california near the ocean when you were six your dad bought a sailboat and you guys sailed half around the world for two and a half years and almost two years ago laura was diagnosed with skin cancer yeah the squamous skin cancer that comes from the sun right the the one that so you'd been out in the sun essentially for (laughs) For, two and a half years well decades and decades surfing and all the things that we do surfing sure sure and so we did the things everybody does we did the things the doctors told us to To we freeze it off we did the cryo and we did spot chemo and the burning and, and i couldn't believe the things laura went through i mean the pain they don't give to, to compensate for what the sun had done to her face. That's correct. You know, they were trying to combat the cancer that was there, and, and it was painful. It was, it was two years of this, and right before we leave for Christmas, Laura goes in, and they check it. And we've it. been doing a lot of <sighs> work up until this point, so yeah. we were really hoping and praying that I was clear mm-hmm. yeah. uh, going back into this. On It was December 19th when we got the call. Uh, and, yeah, the call was terrible. It was bad. It was uh, no. Um, it has broken the lip skin barrier, and there's and open lesions. Not, it was the step up. It was a step four of cancer. Mm-hmm. It was the one that they had to go in and actually take uh, care of. Squamous it. cell is a scary stuff. Yes, yeah. my dad had that, and we prayed for him for weeks. And fortunately, mm-hmm. the Lord healed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Ryan, what you need to explain is that the cancer was in the lower lip. That's right. Uh, so we get back from 
Christmas and we met with a specialist and he said, I'm not qualified to handle this. You need to go to a better specialist than me. It's never something you want to hear at a doctor. Uh-huh. You just don't want to hear those things. We went to another one and uh, he said, this is very, very bad. Um, if you look in the mirror, you can see the, the color change between your skin and your lower lip. And the lesions I had. There was yeah. lesions, there were sores. They, they removed... Uh, from one corner of the mouth to the other, the entire lower lip. It's I mean, gone. everything you can see, and then reconstructed from inside Laura's mouth. A so new they lip. rolled the inside of the lip mm-hmm. to make a new lower lip. lip. Yeah. <laughs> and what did the surgeon tell you before the surgery mm. started? What What was he saying? He's saying, uh, Ryan, this is going to be okay. This is going to be kind of tough for a while, but this is going to be all right. What no. did he say? Mm. The diagnosis was bad. It was, uh, this won't look the same. Uh, It won't feel the same. You may not be able to speak the same way again. You may not be able to speak clearly. You may have to go to a speech pathologist. You may not be able to hold liquid. You may have trouble eating. Every aspect of what you use your lip for, even kissing and everything, food, eating was going to be jeopardized. And then he really wanted to make it clear that I wasn't going to look the same. Did they tell you that the cancer might have gone lower into the jaw? Yes, that was the concern. That was the concern. So we had a four-hour scheduled surgery just in case it had gone all the way down to my chin Mm -hmm. um, because they didn't know. Yeah. And so, but we got out quick. We got out in two hours. It was It was quick and great. People that follow us, you know, at Rebel Parenting know this. I had come back to the, they said it was going to be four and a half hours-ish. Uh, a long surgery. I'd come back early because some friends from out of town came in uh, to see Laura. And I, I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to be here forever. And I got back and maybe five or 10 minutes later, the doctor came out and I thought, oh no, maybe it has, maybe it's worse. And he also can't do this. And uh, I, I go and met with him and he seemed upbeat and he said, well, we're done. <laughs> and I said, What? Uh, and he said, yeah, you know, uh, uh, we got it taken care of. The surgery went really well. Uh, I think she's going to progress nicely. Um, and uh, and there's no cancer. Yeah, it was and cancer I said, free. Well, he said, there's no cancer. And I said, oh, good, you got it all. And he goes, oh, no, no. And I said, what? And he goes, no, there's there's no cancer. There's no cancer. And I said, well, there was cancer. And they started with biopsies. I mean, they started with biopsies because we've heard all the... We've heard everything from now on. Every time they did a biopsy, it came back cancer-free. Every biopsy they did, the entire surgery came back cancer-free. So there's no question about the fact that at the start of surgery, she had cancer because they had done a biopsy. Absolutely. We have two years of pathology reports that say advanced squamous cell cancer. I mean, open lesion, breaking lip skin barrier Advanced, I have things in all capitals, advanced cancer. And I asked him, I said, well, why'd you do the surgery then? And I can only give you my layman's explanation of what he told me. He's a doctor. He's a great doctor. We've Mm -hmm. met with him many times since then. He essentially said, well, there was cancer. Your wife definitely did have cancer. Everything we look at looks like it used to be cancer. And when we send it to the pathologist, it's not cancer. That's got to be a miracle. <laughs> uh, are you calling it that? 100%. One, 
Hundred percent. There is what else no... could it be? I went home and got the pathology reports, yeah. and I took all the pictures of it because I wanted people to realize, like, these are the last four pathology reports I've had in the last year that all state the same thing. Look, people. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have it documented. Yeah. Um, and so. And by the way, you're listening yeah. to Laura talk now. It's only been sixty-four days since surgery. Sixty-five it's... days. Yeah. And I can talk. And yeah. I can eat and, and drink. You, and you look great, Laura. And you, I, you can barely tell. It's amazing. They rolled the inner lip uh-huh. forward and did about 60 stitches. Oh, goodness. Uh, Are you kidding? They more don't have, than that, There were so... The pictures, there were so many stitches. Internal stitches, external stitches, lower stitches. Yeah, you wouldn't want to see. It was so scary. It was frightening. It was so scary. And then people that know Laura that don't know she had surgery can't tell she had surgery. Yeah. yeah. It, it is, no, it, I don't see it. it don't here's see the truth. Looks-wise, it's a miracle. I'm telling you the cancer was there, and it's not. We had a full... I, you, Dad, I was raised in your home. I, I don't have another <laughs> explanation for it. It makes me uncomfortable. Me too. It does. Yeah. I have struggled with this. I've talked about it openly on our podcasts and on our programs uh, I don't have an explanation other than miracle, and I am so embarrassed to say, when I prayed that the Lord would take the cancer away, I did it in front of our kids because I was ashamed not to. Yeah. But it's 2018. Come on. When's the last time you saw a miracle? When's the last time someone had cancer and then they didn't have cancer? I don't have an explanation for it. Mm-hmm. They're not able to give you one. None. Would it be appropriate to say that without the surgery, it might have come back? He said 100% if we did not remove this, it will absolutely come back. 100% it will come back. When we test it, it is not cancerous. Laura, have you ever seen a miracle before like this? No, and I think still I'm in shock. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think every day... We kind of still struggle with it. I don't yeah. know if anyone out there has ever experienced something like this. It's a, it jostles your mind and your faith, and it makes you grateful. Of course, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, when you came from the hospital, we saw you early on, uh-huh. and your lower lip was really pooched out. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it was, so there was no guarantee that that was going to shrink nope. and become normal again. Right. And we were all praying for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Putting our arms praying. around Thank you. you. We were hurting for you. Mm. And you were in a lot of pain. Yes. Too. And yet it shrunk right down and looks mm. like a natural lip. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> it does. Oh, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, and I just have to say, the day you took me up to the first specialist, um, yeah. Jim Pa, I love you. And that that's the name I call you, Jim Pa. That's what um, your kids call me. Yeah. <laughs> and on that day, we prayed seven times. And it just meant so much to me. I came home telling mm-hmm. Ryan, I'm like, mm-hmm. your parents are the real deal. Like, because I was nervous that day, and we got told bad news, and we got told we had to go to the another specialist. And just being covered in prayer that day, it meant a lot. And I had fun hanging out with you and Shirley. Uh-huh. That was a fun day for me, even though it was, like, horrible news. <laughs> yeah. You guys made it special it's for me. It's the first time and maybe the only time you've ever seen us facing a crisis yeah. and uh, and seeing how we dealt with ours. Sure. Because your crisis was our crisis. Yes. And yet the Lord was with us, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Oh, for sure. 
if people have reason to doubt this, hmm. let me tell you that I think thousands of people were praying for you. It had to be. I mean, the prayer that we got was so, so overwhelming. And I just, I want everyone to know the Lord was there. He's always there, regardless of, of the outcome of the surgery, the Lord was there. He was always, always there. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, there's every reason to believe that Laura's surgeons were not believers. <laughs> well, he told me and, he wasn't. They were very uncomfortable they, with my prayers. <laughs> and, and you insisted on praying. Oh, for sure, yeah. For them and yep. for Laura and for the surgical team. You got and it. And everything that was going to go. And they didn't know how to handle that, did they? They didn't, except no. one nurse. There was a nurse that was a for you. sure spirit-filled believer. Her who arms are raised. So You know, thankful. I don't even care. I just don't care. My God is so big. He's so much bigger than my awkwardness and their mm. awkwardness. I thank the Lord for their past and for their dedication to the craft and for their schools and for their professors and prayed protection for their families. And they were staring at their feet and didn't quite know what to do, you know, and I got to tell you, dad, since then, because I've been really open about the whole thing on on our live videos and on Facebook and, and that kind of stuff. And we have people that have emailed me and say, you know, I have this issue. Will you pray for me? And I said, of course, of course. I regularly send our newsletter out saying, what can I pray for you for? Mm -hmm. And people email me back. But I have people say, well, will you post this on your page so that I get it's like somehow okay. I've got this extra special line to the Lord. And I tell people, listen, You're I'm a human being. I prayed for a miracle that I didn't believe in. And the Lord gave it to me anyway. Oh, isn't that beautiful? <laughs> we were I, out there praying too. I know, but I have to tell people that because I have heard, and my pastor is not like this, but I have heard people say, you know, when you pray, if the Lord doesn't answer this prayer, like he's a Santa Claus of some kind, mm. it's because your faith is too small. Yeah. It's because of you that your faith caused the Lord not to give you the good thing. And, and I tell mm. people, well, then Laura shouldn't have been healed. Right. Yeah. Because I was doubting. I did it because I have kids. Because and you I wanted to believe. Because every medical authority told you this is going to be bad. Yeah. They didn't withhold anything from you, did nope, they? They did. No. I was so scared. Yeah. And, and we kept it silent because we didn't want everyone else's opinions. So that's yeah, why yeah. it kind of came out really suddenly. last minute and mm -hmm. suddenly people didn't know. And our heart along the way had just been to keep it private, keep it between the family, because we didn't want anyone to be nervous. We didn't want the kids to find out from someone else. And How did they take it when they saw you? I don't know. Oh. Because I was kind of out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I well, remember the first three days I was a little out Listen, of it's it. 2018. So <laughs> we forget different things and we all have iPhones and the kids have an iPad that they were at home Lincoln was watching a show on the iPad at home while Laura was having her surgery so Laura comes out of surgery still under a little bit of anesthetic and has her phone and is taking pictures of herself so she can see the photo of what she looks like well we're all on the same iPhone account so all photos go oh, to no. all devices. Oh. So before we had gotten home, Lincoln had seen everything. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. Neither did I. So we get Don't home, know. Lincoln has seen all the photos Laura has taken. You know, he was well aware of- He's 11 years old. Oh, yeah. And Lucy is, was Six. five. She yeah. had not seen him. He's, he is so smart. I mean, he is so 
emotionally intelligent. Yeah. He knew not to show her those types of things, but he was like, whoa, daddy, you know. But well, Lucy that kind first, of that, liked I haven't it. told you this. Okay, mm. go for it. That first Ooh. night, I said, how does your mom look? Yeah. And he says, not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't look it too was good. Great. It was Well, it was, your lip was, was really swollen. Yeah, but you look great, yeah. Laura. Thank it's beautiful. You. Well, it's really nice is. to not be wearing a mask finally and just to be free and now to get back get back to work. You know, mm-hmm. for me, I've learned when I'm scared, I sometimes make mistakes. And I got really scared when they gave me that diagnosis. And I, and I know other people out there listening can identify. And now I just feel like I'm coming back to myself again three to four months later. Yeah. Like, oh, that was a... That was a big word dropped on you. Now, I don't hear any slurring. Nothing. I don't hear any, uh, even though your lip is still kind of numb, mm-hmm. right? And she's I in can't a ton of pain. I can't whistle. You're still I'm in, a lot in of some pain. pain. Yeah, it's just, it feels really stretched out. It feels like a big sunburn, and it's like someone's pulling your lip apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. But the doctors tell you you're on track Completely. for recovery. Completely, yeah. 100%. It was so funny. The doctor... Every time we go in, he goes, man, I did a good job. <laughs> well, he, we, I mean, he cannot believe, he, I love that he toots his own horn. I want yeah. a confident doctor. But he, he keeps going, man, I can't believe I didn't get before pictures. I can't believe. No one would believe. No one would believe yeah. what, what we Every did. Every time he says It's that. so great. And it's true. It's just true. The let, stuff him, that, let him crow. Who cares? Oh, are yeah. you kidding? I love yeah. it. He is the greatest. Oh, the greatest. He did such a good job. You know, and I got yeah. to pray for him. I got to pray for all those people there. Well, and it's what funny because I decided not to go under. I didn't want to go completely under, so I was present <gasps> and listening to the That's surgery right. the whole time. Um, you were not. Well, put... I had a local. Is it called a local with a little, you know, a little Just twilight? Just a little twilight because yeah. I want to yeah. pay attention. I I like surgeries. I come from a surgical family. And you and were listening to them. Talk. I was listening to them the whole time, and I had. <laughs> Anyway, I looked up at him one time and I'm like, well, I know there's at least 10,000 people praying for you right now, doctor. But if my father-in-law asked people to pray, it could be up into the millions. And I saw him like take a step back and he's like, okay. It was so funny because one of the nurses in the OR looked at Laura's chart and she goes, Dobson, Dobson, are you... Are you Dobson Dobson? <laughs> and Laura goes, he's my father-in-law. And she goes, oh, my goodness. Yeah, 10,000. There's a lot more people praying for you than that. Yeah, and the whole room. So it that got was a little... cute. And then I come from a dentist family. And so I know how to block a jaw, like how to, you know. Pain blocks. Pain and... blocks on a jaw. And I know what tooth you go in between to make the whole jaw numb. In, in fact, you've got four brothers that are all in Every dentistry. single one of them are in dentistry. And I have a du- my dad's a dentist. My grandpa was a dentist. Mm-hmm. So three generations of dentists. And I just got to sit there and listen to these physicians um, uh-huh. do this dentistry. And it was amazing to talk about their job. More. No, not at all. I was fascinated. I like it. Yeah. I enjoyed She's a champ. It. No lie. Like, people ask me all the time, <laughs> seriously, so much tougher than me, for sure. She has taken— She's quite a lady. I, listen, honestly, people don't know. Cancer surgery, homeschools our kids, takes care of the house, co-hosts on my broadcast. I mean, it's—we were we were talking with one of our doctors, and, and Laura's like, you know, I'm just feeling like I'm really not, you know— doing enough and I'm not really pulling it together and da 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 and the doctor goes uh really 
So you coast a radio broadcast and you homeschool your kids and you take care of a house and you just went through a major surgery. That sounds like you do everything. And I was like, <laughs> it does. She does it all. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't be more proud of her. I love doing the ministry you, with her. Honey. Can we talk about that a little bit? Well, I tell you what, um, let's do one more program and let's talk about what you did when you left here <laughs> and how you got into the ministry you're into right now. All right. And how people can uh, get in touch with them. In fact, you ought to do that right now. How can people reach you? Oh, rebelparenting.org. Very, very easy. Rebelparenting.org is our website. That's where our podcast is. Sign up for the newsletter, all of our resources, the upgrade, everything is there. Shows. And you answer all of them. Oh, yeah. You, it's a very personal yes. uh, kind of ministry where you you care about people. And we're getting into tomorrow's program because that's really what impresses me the most is that, that you guys pour your lives into this ministry. And it, I want to tell everybody, <laughs> it is not easy to start a ministry. You know, I've done it twice. I started yeah. it with Focus on the Family, and it took off and went for 33 years. Mm -hmm. And then I came over here uh, to Family Talk and started with nothing. That I was mean, tough. we really yeah. uh, just uh, did what the Lord seemed to tell us to do. But it's not easy. And you left here hey, listen, with listen. no money, Family no Talk nothing. listeners. He was following the Lord and single-handedly with my mom funding the ministry out of his own pocket. Yes. Don't get it twisted. These yeah. people put everything Every they had into this ministry to get it started. Yes. That's how it happened. That's the truth. That's why I do what I do. I had great role models that said, we're not in it for money. We're not in it for fame and fortune. We want to help the family. And that's what we're going to do. And I kept saying, when are you going to get this back? This is your retirement plan. Oh, the Lord will take care of it, right? <laughs> the Lord will take care of it. Hey, whose money is that? It's, it's his. his. That's right. You know, who does it's it belong to? I, you've always taught us oh, that. Oh, this Absolutely. brings tears to my eyes. We're out of time. We've kind of meandered a bit into tomorrow's program. But you be with us tomorrow, and I want to start from scratch in how you got to what you're doing right now. Sounds good. Because it's exciting to see it. Thank you. Ryan, I love you, my son. Mm. Laura, to have you in the family. Mm. I just am so grateful to both of you and those yeah. two grandkids. I just love them like crazy, yeah. and I so does you. Shirley. And uh, we have a lot to be grateful for. We do. And I know that people have wondered, where did Ryan go? Mm -hmm. And we've just told them the start of it, and we'll give them the rest of the story tomorrow. Sounds good. Thanks, Laura, Dad. thanks for being with us. You're going to be with us tomorrow, too, aren't you? Yes. All yes, right. To get a hold of uh, Ryan and Laura, uh, you can reach them at rebelparenting.org, rebelparenting.org. And if you need more information, you can go to our website, drjamesdobson.org. Uh, Ryan and Laura are going to be back with us next time, and we're going to talk about rebel parenting. I do hope that you'll be with us. Family Talk is not associated with Focus on the Family. Hey, Rebels, I hope you enjoyed Laura and I on Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk. On today's edition of Rebel Parenting, what is this, the Inception Dobson version of podcasting today? I don't know, but I hope you enjoyed it. And...
We'll have another one for you tomorrow talking all about the upgrade and Rebel Parenting and all the things that you know that we're doing just in a different light. If you want more information, head over to rebelupgrade.com, rebelupgrade.com. Whoa, the upgrade is upgraded. You won't believe what you're getting. Absolutely fantastic. Love y'all. God bless. See you tomorrow.